And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Hello, Doc Manson. At Doc Manson. Hello, DC Matthews. At the DC Matthews. How are you on this lovely Thursday Thursday evening? I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. I know it's been a week, but it's only been a week, right? It's the same amount of time as usual. I just no, it's not because usually we record a list at some point, so Um, I actually tend to see you twice a week. Oh yeah. So. The fact that it's been seven days since these tired eyes have gazed upon your beautiful face. Well, you know. in all fairness, we didn't record a list. Well, okay, there's two reasons why we didn't record a list episode. One is because we are lazy, and it's very easy for us to get thrown off of our schedule and not record our second show. It's just a fact yes. for us. We, we're pretty good about making sure we're here on Thursdays to record the one show, but the second show sometimes falls through the cracks um it's true we're easily dissuaded i guess and and the nice part about the list which is our second show uh is that it will be there for us it's not topical in that we don't need to be covering stuff you know it can go a couple of weeks and we can pick right back up where we left off yeah i mean you know and ladies and gentlemen if you're not listening to the list uh just as a recap dc and i basically are creating a list of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Correct. Like, we're working from, you know, a list of, I don't know, 1,100 talents or so, men and women. And we are putting together a single ranked list in order, the greatest of all time. And until now, or even, I guess, for the maybe little bit of future here, you can continue to listen to the list by listening to the NAI Wrestling Podcast Network. What's it called again? I forget. I really do forget. It's the, um, it's NAI. It is called the NAI Wrestling Network. That is what it is called. Okay. I just I, it got rebranded, and I never got used to the way it flew up. It, it flowed off the tongue. Yes, it was just now, the NAI Network, is, and then there was Pop. There is NAI. There is NAI Wrestling Network, and then there is NAI Pop, and that is how it exists. Okay. Okay. Well, at- whether or not we remain on the NAI Wrestling Network is uh, currently um, it, it is currently unknown. Oh. As as in as in as much as you can know anything in this world, what really can you know in this crazy world in which we live? All sorts of things could happen. We could decide to take the list on Broadway as a two man show. Like anything could happen. We could decide are to you, take our. Are you suggesting that if hypothetically, if there was something happening with the with with with, with the list rather? Yes. This might not be the opportune time to announce anything. Is that what you're I'm saying let's keep all of our options open. We could take the list in a Tesla and go to space. We could. With the list. I suppose you're right. If that car has an Can you explain this to me? I'm sorry? Can you explain this to me? Because I I am not uh, up to speed. Um, I understand that uh, Elon Musk 
and SpaceX, they have launched a ship into space, a private spacecraft, correct? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that's basically right. What is with the Tesla and the guy? Um, is that just like a decoration? Is it a hood ornament Basically, on the ship? to quote Elon Musk, because we could. Okay. I just wanted to, I just wanted to know, because all of a sudden I was seeing pictures of, you know, of that up in space, and I was like, did I miss something? Is this what the Hyperloop's going to be? You got to no. go to outer space now. No. no, that's not the Hyperloop at all. Okay, I understand what the Hyperloop is. But I think. do you understand what a boring company flamethrower is? I I understood that he was making flamethrowers. I did not know why he was in the flamethrower business. Is he Tony Stark? No. So what happened was he made some boring company hats. Boring company, of course, being his company, which makes boring equipment. So drills and vehicles for drilling into the earth. The boring That use company. of the word boring. Boring Correct. as a verb, not as an adjective. But it's clever, right? Because it's got multiple meanings. So he it made does. hats that literally just said the boring company. And he said, if we sell out of these hats, I will produce a flamethrower. And of course, you know, the internet took that as a challenge and bought yes. all of those stupid hats. And so he produced a flamethrower. Um, but correction, he calls it a flamethrower. It looks pretty cool. But really, it looks like it's a butane torch that just looks pretty cool. A $500 okay. butane. So it's not really a flamethrower, just FYI. If you were out there and you pre-ordered this $500 flamethrower, I just hate to tell you, it's really not going to throw much in terms of flame. You're not going to be All fighting right. aliens. You're not going to be, you know, in space with the loader suit and, like, going one on Omimano with the queen which makes it's not happening. Which makes sense, because unless he is Tony Stark, making an actual flamethrower would be, I would believe, a poor business decision. I bet you that he has produced an actual flamethrower, but decided he probably couldn't sell it legally. Uh, funny, fun fact, fun fact, um, there are import laws that are preventing him from shipping the flamethrower to other countries. Um, so he... For those instances, are renaming this product not a flamethrower, so that they will be allowed to ship. This guy is my freaking hero, DC. Did you know he has a brother? Yes. That is also, I was watching, I don't know if it was on Hulu or maybe it was just on YouTube, Craig Ferguson, the former talk show host, comedian. That's Elon Musk's brother? Weird. But he has a new YouTube show where he and his wife go. His wife is Elon Musk's brother. Man, that's crazy. In a world of the Wachowski brothers is or sisters now, is that so much? Is that so hard to to grasp? Are they the Wachowski sisters? I thought they were the Wachowski siblings. Well, they're probably the Wachowski siblings, but I believe both have now come out as transgender. I didn't know that. I knew one had. Oh. I'm pretty sure. You can look that up. Cool. I'm pretty sure they both have. I like the Soska um, sisters, too. They're not transgender. Okay. But, yes, they were talking to, I believe, Elon Musk's brother, who's into, like, sustainable farming and the future of food. And You know, you know what the future of food is, DC? What's that? Seeds? No. Come on. Soylent? Soylent green? No. 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 Soylent is terrible. Don't drink Soylent. Have you heard of Soylent? I know what Soylent Green is. Yeah, yeah, but do you know what Soylent is? I do not. Soylent is a meal replacement produced by a company, obviously playing off of the Soylent Green reference. It's meant to have all the nutrition that you need in basically a drink. 
Uh, it's been making people ill because there's some sort of algae in it, which, of course, is a primary source for some of the nutrients and protein and things that are in the drink. But some people just don't take to it very well. So there's been a massive recon. I don't think that company is going to do very well. Uh, no, but the future, the future of food, DC, is lab-grown meat. And have you seen lab-grown meat? Because I think this is really cool. I have heard of lab-grown meat. They are, able, are they essentially 3D printing it? They're, they're, no, not not really. No. They're just growing. I had heard something it. about. I had heard of something where they were essentially going to try to three D print. I think I did see something food. like that, but you need a material to print from, and so I mean, if if that is related to lab grown meat, I guess you could just make a vat of it and then you could three D print it into whatever shape you wanted. I don't see any reason why you couldn't do that. Um, so maybe it's related. So walk me through this, Mister Scientist. Uh, how does uh, how do you create meat from where there was no meat? Well, you, you, you take a, a cell line, which replicates, and, you, um, and it replicates into enough that you eat it. It's really no different than taking a Petri dish and putting bacteria on it and letting the bacteria grow to really high density and then licking the bacteria. I mean, the bad thing is, of course, you wouldn't want to do that with actual bacteria, especially not pathogenic stuff, right? And so they're, they're, they're taking other cell types and mixing them together and making some. And so the, the difficult part of this is one, you can't just eat any cell line. You can't just eat because, you know, real cell lines are, 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 are immortal. They're, they're, they're tumors essentially. So you, you don't want to eat that because they're, they're Highlander. Basically. Yes. That can be only one. Yeah. Um, except there's billions of them when they keep replicating, but, but yeah. Um, so you don't just want to eat cell lines because that's actually you know very dangerous, give yourself cancer, that sort of thing. But you know they they've tweaked these things and they're and they're making them so that they're safe. And the I guess the real the real trick of it is, is you know you can replicate cells, but cells are just you know meat. They're just um, well not just meat, but they're they're usually just one type of cell, right? A cell line. Um, so mixing them together so that you get the proper texture from like ground beef, which is you know it's not just it's not just muscle, it's fat, it's yep. all sorts of things sort of mixed together. So that's been the key to this is actually being able to to find the right blend of things that they can put together that are safe and also give you the proper texture that that you feel like oh this is equivalent to a bloody piece of meat that I am going to cook and be delicious and so on and so forth. And apparently they've made great strides and uh, you know that you there are lab burgers now. Now that are cost less than a thousand dollars to produce and sound delicious. I can't wait to eat one. So, so a lab in order to create one laboratory grown hamburger costs less than a thousand dollars, but not three dollars and fifty cents. Like you can go get a right, not yet whopper, but eventually, right? I mean, because you know, right now they're in R and D. All the, so the costs just keep coming down as they're able to produce more and. You know, uh, mass producer. So, do you, do you actually believe like this will, you know, this will be the future at some point? Will, yeah, we will create. Now, it, will it just be beef? Will they, are they working on creating? I imagine they're uh, creating all sorts. Now, the problem is going to be with the chicken wing. Well, you can three D print the chicken wing. Are they going to create the bone? Absolutely. The around it? It probably won't be bone, right? They'll just stick some plastic in there and tell you not to eat it. But to recreate the true experience. I want to live in the future, Doc Manson. You are living in the future. It's now like just, two seconds later than when we started having that whole sentence. I'm, 
I, well, we, you know what I mean. No, like, I don't. I, I'm ready to put whatever sort of cybernetics are required in my body. I want to see twenty. I want to see twenty eighty. I want to see twenty one eighty. I don't. I want to see twenty two eighty. No. I I want to see what happens. I want to see the future of food. I want to see the hyperloop. I want to ride a Tesla through space. I'm ready to do it all. All right. Okay. I want the future good. of wrestling with virtual reality where you feel like you're lime green shirt guy sitting in the front row. Have you heard watching. about that new Netflix show, Altered Carbon? Uh, yes, it's got the guy from Suicide Squad. Who's that? I don't know his name, but he was in Suicide it's Squad. It's not Jared Leto, is it? No. Because if it was, I wouldn't watch it. But it has something to do with this. Is it's Well, well, it's, it's like coming... this future. They bring... It's this future, like, you know, thing where everybody's immortal because they now have these cybernetic implants at the base of the spinal column called stacks or something, and you can download your consciousness into it. And so bodies are just called sleeves now because you can shed your body because your mind lives on because you can just download to another body. Um, I guess it's like a murder mystery type thing, like some guy they bring back to solve somebody's death. I don't know. But anyways, my point is, would you sleeve, would you download your body to, I'm sorry, your mind? Because obviously you're not going to download the body. Um, I think we can all agree to leave that. Not, not this body. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Me neither. Not this, body. <laughs> this one's all done. Yes. If, if they could figure out a way, because that would be the question, is, you know, transferring a brain is one thing, but consciousness, as far as I can tell, and I am, I don't know if anyone knows, I'm not a scientist. Um, that's not, that's going to be more difficult to, to transfer. I suppose it depends on what your definition of a consciousness is. Like if my brain is transferred into a robotic body, is that still me? You know, now we're getting into philosophical questions, but if it was possible, uh, right now I would say yes. Like, I don't fear death, but I also don't, I, if I can choose between continuing to live or dying, I will choose to continue to live. Eh, fair enough. What about you? Are you choosing death? Eh, at some point. I think I'd get bored if I was just around forever. I don't know. They keep putting new stuff on WWE Network. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever going to get bored. Yeah. Speaking of which, I didn't watch are, any wrestling this week. Are you bored? Like, now that we've had the Royal Rumble, are you kind of like, let me know when the Chamber is? Let me know when WrestleMania is? Yeah. It's always this time of year where I'm sort of just, like, checked out. And... I, love that, I love that that's the case because this is, for many people, this is when they check back in. They, you know, I just feel like nothing really... happens between the Rumble and WrestleMania. I know there's two pay per views, did... but I don't feel like anything meaningful is really going to happen there. I did suggest that we do a list show as opposed to a regular show um, because I don't feel like this was a huge week in the world of professional wrestling. Like some stuff happened, but not a huge amount. So to kind of fill you in on the gaps. Um, Jason Jordan hasn't had neck surgery. He is out for he hasn't potentially. had neck surgery. He has had neck surgery. Oh, he see. is just like his dad. Um, he is out for potentially up to twelve months. So th- took me a few seconds, but I heard what you said. <laughs> where, where are we? Only fifteen minutes in. <laughs> what? No, nothing. 
Nothing at all. What did I, <laughs> what did I do? No, don't drink water. We had a spit take last week. True. True. Um, yes, Jason Jordan is out for a while, so that leaves uh, Seth Rollins without a likely WrestleMania opponent. Oh, good. Maybe they um, just won't use him. Well, that's likely not going to happen. Maybe he could so. wrestle Sting. I don't think I do think that this is going to be the first WrestleMania in a while where a lot of the the big name older guys aren't going to appear. Like I don't think we get an Undertaker match. I really don't think we get a Triple H match. I don't think obviously I don't think Kurt Angle's going to wrestle. Like I think you know, they're going to go kind of with the young guys. Let's see. What about Taker um, versus Cena? Nope. No. I think Cena's going to wrestle Elias. Ugh. Um, Roman Reigns has entered the chamber. No big surprise there. I hope he can find his way uh, out. That pay-per-view is not for weeks. Have you have you heard about the female elimination chamber? Who is in it? Let me think. Um, Alexa Bliss. Correct. Because it's probably for her title. Yep, that's one. There are five more. Nikki James. Correct. There are four more. Let's see. It won't be Oscar. That doesn't make any sense. Um, okay. Who else is on Raw in the women's division? Let's see. There's Bailey. Are you saying that she'll be in it, or are you just naming names now? Well, let me think here. Well, let me name some names. You okay? So I've got two. How many people are in this match? Six. Six. Okay. So, so let me just Alexa think. So there'll be. I'm thinking James. Bailey, Sasha, uh, Mandy Rose. Is that the right show? Yeah, Mandy Rose, Paige doesn't wrestle anymore. So the other lady, Sonya Deville, who else is on Raw? Asuka, but she can't be in this match. No. Okay, I think that's the other four then. You are correct, though you missed one. Did I? And it would. She is not like most girls, I suppose. So it would be understandable that you would forget oh. about her. Does she even wrestle anymore? I thought she was just she is Enzo's so friend, and since that. Is no longer a thing. No, she is wrestling. She is going to wrestle Asuka at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. If Nia Jax wins, Nia Jax will become part of the WrestleMania Raw title match. It'll become a triple threat. It'll become Asuka, Nia Jax, and Alexa Bliss. I hope that. Or whoever whoever the champion is. Oh, Asuka's winning streak is not going to end at the Elimination Chamber. Seems unlikely. And she's already beaten Nia Jax, like, what, three times? Like, why would... So, I I feel like it's odd that Nia Jax wouldn't be in the Chamber match. Like, you're putting both members of Absolution in? Really? Seems unnecessary. Yeah. But again, they don't have anybody else outside of Nia Jax. I I would... just be done with Absolution right now because Mandy Rose and Goldust is awesome as a That's pairing. the perfect pairing. Like, I don't know why that it's wasn't beautiful. the way they went. I haven't even watched the... I haven't watched a single no. episode of the Mix Max Challenge. Don't need to. But, but I might because no. that... I just... Don't ruin it. In, the, in your head right now, the Mix Match Challenge is perfect. Nothing can beat that. Whatever you think is going on in there is glorious. And if you just try to watch it... I don't know. I'm actually not trying to convince you of that because I actually think the Mix Max Challenge looks pretty good. Everything I've seen yeah. of The Miz and Asuka looks great. So I just. I, I, and from all reports, it's fun and it's different and it's wrestle silly. I just don't know I'm how like, to watch it because. 
It's on the WWE Network now. You can watch it on the network. Awesome. Maybe I'll log in and check it out. All right. Uh, the Miz is in the chamber. So right now, the really? Miz chamber is... That seems like an odd choice. Is Braun... So it's, it's Alexa Bliss versus no, the Miz? No, versus, no the no. men's chamber. Oh, the men's chamber. The men have a chamber? Braun Strowman, John Cena, Elias, The Miz, and Roman Reigns. That's a weird choice. And there will be a fatal four-way next week to determine the last entrant between all the the people who have lost. So it's um, Bray Wyatt, Matt Hardy, Finn Balor, and Apollo Crews. So Finn Finn Balor? So so Finn Balor. Yeah. Because Bray Wyatt will now wrestle... Matt Hardy. Unless they decide to go crazy and have it be Apollo Crews, but we're talking crazy. Uh, That was really it. I suppose uh, Elias is the final. He will be the last person to enter the chamber because he won a match on Raw. Elias did? Elias did. Elias beat Braun Strowman and John Cena. So that was all the major news of Raw. Like I said, not a lot. What do you think? Of, have you seen this whole Corey Graves Booker T business? Elias beat Braun Strowman <laughs> and John Cena? And John Cena, yes. In a triple threat match. So Elias is going to... Braun Strowman took John Cena out. Elias pushed Braun Strowman out of the ring and was able to pin John Cena before Braun Strowman could re-enter the ring. Once Braun Strowman did re-enter the ring, were there many power slams? Uh, Yes, if memory serves, there were. I believe the crowd was even chanting one more time, one more time. Good. Uh, Let me... Yes. After the bell, Elias stands tall, but Braun immediately hits the ring and slams him. Then he slams Cena. Fans chant one more time. So then he power slams Elias again. And then he power slams Cena again. Then he power slammed Elias again. So I believe he hit five. I, um, I brought my car in for service this morning. And as I was driving on the highway, I saw a semi-truck. And on the side of the trailer that it was hauling was the name of this company. And the name of the company was, I believe, what should be the name of Braun's running power slam. It said, the Braun Express. Fair enough. I think it'd be a good name. The Braun Express. Anyways, so that happened. Yes, so that happened. Are you familiar with the Corey Graves Booker T kerfuffle? Does it have something to do with whose hair is most ridiculous? Well, no, because now that Jonathan Coachman is on, you know, has replaced Booker T, uh, apparently Booker T went on, I don't know if it was his podcast or whatever, and basically said that Corey Graves got him replaced or something, talked bad, you know, Talked some some smack about Corey Graves. Listen, I like King Booker as much as the next guy, but wasn't Booker T kind of terrible on commentary? He's not great. 
isn't he kind of terrible? Yeah, he's he's not he's not very good. And I guess there was legitimate uh, there were legitimate problems with with them. Hmm. Well, that's too um, bad to hear. Uh, it's always you know troubling when you have a problem with a coworker. But hopefully, they're able to you know. Take it to management. They have it mediated, and maybe they can go to some sensitivity training and you know learn how to work with others who display different sorts of you know work styles, and maybe they can move forward from. Or I guess maybe Booker T could just get replaced by John the Coachman, and we can move forward and be live happily ever after. That sounds fine to me too. Either way, so whatever. That brings us to uh, SmackDown. I will say Shane. though, I think they made the right choice, right? I, Keeping Corey I Graves. Too. I do too. Uh, can you imagine if that team was Michael Cole, Booker T, and Jonathan Coachman? Can you just sit here and imagine a world where that's the that's the team? No. Yeah. Hey, since I haven't watched, how's Jonathan Coachman on commentary? I remember not loving Jonathan Coachman in the past, but I also remember like not disliking him. I find him better than he used to be. I don't remember a lot of him on commentary. No, I guess I, I don't remember him more as a backstage correspondent. Um, yes, I remember him doing all the interviews and stuff with um, The Rock and everything. I don't remember him on commentary. I don't mind him. Um, he sounds more like a um, like a sports anchor. Like he sounds like you know he's clearly spent some time with ESPN and done that sort of stuff. So I don't mind it. It's better than Booker T. Clearly. Mm. Um, Do you really think he sounds like ESPN? Because I was getting more of a Nesson vibe from him. Um, I suppose you can take your pick. Maybe the Yes Network a little bit. Probably more. So. More Yes. Yeah. That's have you me. have you watched a minute of anything on Nesson? Have you ever watched the the New England Sports Network? Let's see. TNA used to be on Fox Sports. Net Ring of Honor's on Nesson. Like you can watch Ring of Honor weekly oh, TV on Nesson yes. randomly. I think I have recorded a couple of episodes of Ring of Honor back when I had cable and DVR. This probably would have been before we moved to the house, so well over two years ago. But yes, I'm pr- fairly confident that I I watched some Ring of Honor on Nesson. Oh, there you go. Uh, I watched a re- now that we have PlayStation View again for the Olympics. I watched. That was a bad Ring choice. Yeah. I'm happy with it. Why? Um, the Olympics. Nobody should be happy with the Olympics. Hey, speaking of the Olympics, they've got a nice breakout of a, a viral uh, infection down there. That sounds like news, huh? Huh? I we're, 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 We have plans to watch the opening ceremonies tomorrow. We watched the Super Bowl last week. We're going to watch the opening ceremonies. We'll be able to keep tabs on the goings-on and such. The Winter so. Olympic officials have sequestered 1,200 people testing for norovirus because there is now a, vi- a, 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 a viral panic. Um, let's see. Norovirus is a common infectious bug that causes unpleasant symptoms, including diarrhea and vomiting, but doesn't typically require medical treatment. What do you think? What do you think it's going to be like trying to uh, ride down a bobsled while you're pooping and vomiting at the same time? I think that's going to help lubricate the track and actually set to new world records? Or do you think that this could be problematic for these athletes who are supposed to be highly trained? It's speed skating I'm worried about. Mm. Now, granted, they might go much faster, but bobsled, at least it's all 
contained. Yeah, they're saying that it's, let's see, uh, 86 were the last amount of confirmed cases, and it's basically exploded overnight. Well. Now, I, what, what the problem is, is these athletes eating their McDonald's and fucking. That's the problem. <laughs> they need to stop that shit, stay in their rooms, and 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 then they won't be spreading this virus I'm everywhere. Sorry. I'm sorry. You've spent the better part of four years and probably longer training. Day in, day out, no social life, probably on a very strict controlled diet, um, in, in awkward, awful conditions. And finally you get to the place that you find you've worked hard for. Yeah, you're going to sow thy royal oats. And you're going to sow you ever them see Rocky? no matter uh, probably. Is that a no? I have seen Rocky. I don't. Rocky is one of those movies that I'm never sure that I've seen like start to finish, but I've probably seen all of it at one time. I know I've seen Rocky Four. That was pretty cute. Rocky Four is good, but Rocky is excellent. And anyways, the whole point of this is you just got talking about this Olympic bull crap, and I'm just gonna tell you what Mickey told Rocky in the first Rocky film. Women weaken legs. Anatomically speaking, I can understand kind of where Mickey's coming from. I don't know if there's any truth to that. I'm not really that athletic. So, thy royal oats. And if I was an Olympian, if I... I'm surprised you didn't laugh out loud at that. (laughs) At that statement. The eyebrows went up. Were I... (laughs) T.C. Matthews, an Olympian, if WWE Network watching ever became a sport, and I became an Olympian, um, I might not mind what was coming out of other orifices. It, it just, I just, I might, you know, it's been a long what time. You, what are you saying? <laughs> I'm saying that I would take whatever medicine I needed to to kind of fix myself up temporarily and I would go to those Olympic Village parties, and I would meet, you know, because you got to think of these 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 teenagers, these twenty somethings who have had no young life because they've spent all this time training and working and doing all of these. This things. is why you watch the Olympics, isn't it? You just like watching these people on the television going, "Oh yeah, that one fucked that one." Oh yeah, and that they're totally together. Look at that. Look at those eyes. Look at them. You just like to you like to ship them all, don't you? You just sit there and you write your erotic friend fiction all about the Olympians. That's what you're doing. My EFF. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Let me talk to you about SmackDown. SmackDown. Of, um, we had more conversations between uh, Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. It has officially gotten to the point where I don't care as much about however this situation is resolved because I feel like every week they stand in the middle of the ring and try to have a conversation and it goes nowhere. Um, like you said, it's that time of the year where they just sort of burn time, right? Well, fast, so we talked about Elimination Chamber. The SmackDown pay-per-view is fast lane. How and far away SmackDown is that? this week, it's in March. So a long way to go. Can't wait. It'll be a great build. Um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens wrestled each other, where the winner was going to go on and face 
AJ Styles for the title. Double count out, um, double pin. What was it? No, I. It was. It, it is going to wind up being a triple threat. I think. Oh, it was a no contest because AJ came in and attacked them both. Ah. So now it's going to be. Well, no, at first it was going to be a triple threat. AJ versus Kevin versus Sammy. But now today, Shane McMahon on Twitter said that this coming week on SmackDown, Baron Corbin will wrestle Dolph Ziggler, and the winner of that match will be added, making it a fatal four-way. Why would they want to make that match worse? I don't know, and the the rumor is that they're not done there. It's going to wind up being a five- or six-man match, and I'm like, so you're going to have the Elimination Chamber, which is a six-man match. Then you're going to move to Fastlane and have a five- or six-man match, and even if they went with a four-man match, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I'm confused. Um, I'm assuming that What's Baron Cody Corbin and Dolph Ziggler will... Days? He's wrestling on 205 Live. He wrestled DDT wrestling mascot Lince Dorado in an opening tournament round tournament match. Um, the difference in masks. One was Prince Puma and one was Drago. Oh. And Lince has teeth. Let me, let me say, have teeth? 205 Live, though. No, Lince Dorado Do has Do either teeth. of them have a tongue? No, but Kalisto would over. Yeah. All right. Let, let me tell you. No. You should watch 205 Live. You should. Why? It's very, the last two weeks are very good. The rumor is that Triple H has now taken over that show. I don't know if that's the case or not, but the new general manager, Drake Maverick, is hilarious. You would get a kick out of him. The matches have been Describe good. Describe this Drake Maverick long. to me. He's very rock star spudish. Oh, that sounds terrible. I don't know if you know this, I, but Rockstar Spud is terrible. I have never seen I have never seen Rockstar Spud. But Drake Maverick wears a Drake very bold Maverick. Drake Maverick. I just want to point out the new general manager of 205 Live has the initials DM and immediately started a tournament. So what? So WWE is paying attention. Drake Maverick is obviously their DC Matthews because I like to do tournaments. But my initials are DM. My... Your initials are DCM. I suppose that's true. So all right, fine. You will get a kick out of Drake Maverick. He wears brightly colored bold suits. So he's like from Teddy Dumb Long. and Dumber. It, it, kind of. Um, and but he he calls people. You know he ripped on. Um, Drew Gulak and Tony Nese, you know, hey, talking about how... Speaking of hiring people from TNA, I heard I heard something, <laughs> yeah. and I don't, I wasn't able to actually find anything about this, so maybe you can tell me about this. Did they, in fact, hire Jeremy Borash? They did, and the rumor is Triple H hired Jeremy Borash to essentially be his Kevin Dunn. Like his number one guy in the production truck. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. I like freaks with oversized heads as much as the next person. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um Well, I was going to say but I've never really liked anything that Jerry Bormash has done. 
But I guess that's not true because he was heavily involved with Matt Hardy in producing um, those 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 broken Matt sort of vignettes, right? He was sort of the person helping him out with yeah. that. So yeah. I'm interested to see where this goes. I've always sort of liked him in either terms of that, his backstage commentary. Either that or Triple H is secretly producing the next great X-Men movie. He will, of course, play Sabretooth. Shane McMahon may play maybe the Magneto or, or something. And Jeremy Borash will play Toad. Who's going to play the Blob? Well, Braun Strowman wouldn't work. No. They don't really have a abnormally large guy. Yeah. Maybe one of heavy machinery, but even that. Killian Dane? I guess. Maybe. Yeah, not really right, hairy, though. though. Not really right. Maybe they'll put... They'll just put... They'll just put somebody in a fat suit. <laughs> Can you imagine... Because like fat suits were all the rage for a while there in the nineties, you know Eddie Murphy's to uh, Nutty Professor, yeah. And all that. Um, I would just can you imagine if they said to the Big Show, "All right, we're gonna put you in this movie," but <laughs> we, the pro- you're a great actor, but all the work we got two options: we either gonna put you in a fat suit, or we're gonna drop you off at Golden Corral, <laughs> and we'll be back in a week. Oh, big show. That'd be irony right there. <sighs> that would be. Uh, um, so, yeah. So, uh, Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler will be wrestling in the who is going to take the pin from AJ Styles match so that we don't, quote unquote, ruin Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn. Um, Rusev did not win the U.S. title, sadly. Well, who's surprised about that? The Bludgeon Brothers and the Usos no, are probably no going to Bludgeon Brothers are wrestle. still a thing? They are. Would you like to know the first ever SmackDown Top 10? What's that? Um, it is a Top 10 list that is apparently compiled by the SmackDown roster. They all vote. They can't vote for themselves. Daniel Bryan compiles the list, and they, we have a Top 10 list, which... Uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon will use to make decisions and plan matches and give opportunities to people who they believe is, are deserving. So it's just the raw power rankings in that it's completely made up and meaningless? Yes. yes. Cool, cool. But would you like to know who the top ten is? Um, I'll humor you. I mean, it would be a bad podcast if I said no, right? So I would happily just click this off if eh, you don't care. You know, in, in the interest of yes anding you, um, yes. And uh, what is that list, sir? Number ten is my butt. Ty Dillinger. God damn it! 10. Stop. <laughs> I don't need to hear any more of this. God damn it. Of course he so fucking worth. is. <laughs> it was so worth it. Just that. I don't want to even read the rest. <laughs> number nine, Randy Orton. Number eight, Becky Lynch. Number seven, the Usos. <laughs> Becky Lynch. <laughs> number six, The New Day. Number five, Bobby Roode. Wait, the New number Day four. get one slot? There's three of them. They get a, and they are slotted above the tag team champions. Well, that's interesting. Number four, Naomi. 
What? Number three. Wait. <laughs> I know I laughed like an idiot when you mentioned Becky Lynch at number eight, but Naomi? Four? Number three, Shinsuke Nakamura. Number two, Charlotte Flair. Number one, AJ Styles. Can I ask you a question? Sure. What's the point of making... Well, actually, maybe I shouldn't ask you this. I was going to say, what's the point of making a ranked list? Because if we start asking that question on this show, nobody's going to listen to our other Bite show. your tongue. Bite it. Bite it. Yeah. But no, but seriously, though, what's the point of making a ranked list of all the people in your company of your show that are already popular, basically ranked in the order of their popularity? Like, why did you feel the need to write that down? Like, why, why are you, why did you create this list if you're not going to try to use it to elevate someone who you wouldn't normally think of as being on it. What, what what creative boon is this list when it's literally just a list of people that are popular anyways? I don't know, but especially when you say it's done by the roster. If they had said this was a fan-driven list, then I'd be like, you know what, it's stupid, but at least it makes sense. Like, apparently people voted. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn voted for one of those ten names. Don't you think if they went up to Kevin Owens and was like, here, vote, he would have said, no, I'm not doing or that? Or Kevin would have voted for Sami and Sami would have voted for Kevin. I don't get that part. And nothing came of it. Like... We don't know why, you know, maybe next week we'll see something that comes out of it, but I don't know why, what it will be. I mean, like, couldn't you just, I mean, is there just going to now be a storyline where, who's on SmackDown? Is Apollo Crews on SmackDown? Is Apollo no. Crews just going to start showing up to SmackDown and shaking hands and kissing babies and just being like, I'm the nicest guy in the world. Look at the size of my smile. And just trying to get everybody to vote for him so he can. Because, like, I mean, at some point, why would, I mean, I know Charlotte Flair's a great athlete, but don't you think, like, some people backstage would be like, well, she's a, she's a champion. I hate her. Why would I vote for her? And uh, they won't even give me a I don't shot. understand why the champions are on there at all. Sure. Like, are they not going to get opportunities if they're not on this list? If somebody forgets AJ Styles, are we not going to book him one week? Like, I mean, why would he be, be on the list? People? Because what opportunities does he need to get if he is the champion? Aren't all of the relevant opportunities in the men's division to come at him? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I appreciate what they're trying to do, but right now I am confused as to what it is. Yeah, I mean, if they want to make a ranking system where they're actually going to update based off of wins and losses or something else that's quantifiable in some way and use that as an excuse for building storylines. You know, if they want to make it seem more like a competition driven show, I'm not against that for years. I said, ring of honor should try something like that just to make it different. Um, maybe even I said that about TNA, I don't know, but it's just, I don't understand if you're still going to make it so clearly obfuscated to, and, 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 you know, so clearly a storyline. I just don't understand the point of it. Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you. It, it, I'm not sure what's what's going on. Um, but that was it on SmackDown. Randy Orton, RKO'd Rusev, and Bobby Roode made in English. So good. I guess that'll be a thing. Good, good. Randy Orton needs to definitely win over more people. He, I feel like Randy Orton, honestly, these last few years just hasn't gotten his due. So I sort of feel like they should probably try to rebuild his start. I'd like at to the point out of others. I think that's. I'd like to point out 
that I offered to do a list. And you said, no, I feel like we should do a DDT wrestling this week. Yeah. And this well, is what if we didn't, do, if we hadn't done this, you never would have gotten my reaction to the number 10 spot of the SmackDown rankings. <laughs> That's true. So That's it was true. worth it, I think. I, ju- I said, I think yesterday on, I did a buy the book, and I believe I said that similar thing. Like, I was just not with your level of hilarity, but I was just like, okay, he's done. He he came in at number 10 two years ago, then he was going to come in at number 10, and now he's number 10. We get it. We get it. His name is 10 Tennington. You know what? I think at some point it should be revealed that he has 11 toes. <laughs> Can't you just see that? That would be great. Mm. Oh, 10 Tennington from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, yeah. It's a little. And then Tenil Dashwood can come back and be his girlfriend. Perfect. Oh, man. 10 10 220. Yeah. <laughs> guys calls I like people. it. All right. Uh, again, 205 Live was good. Uh, Lindsay Dorado versus Kalisa was good. Hideo Itami versus Roderick Strong. Was goodish. Was NXT any good? Um, NXT was good. There was a nice uh, tornado tag between Sanity and the Undisputed Era. It was your popcorn hardcore match tables, people brawling backstage, which rarely mm. happens in NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, heavy Machinery wrestled. Uh, Two Bianca tag Belair matches. whipped her hair. I whipped my hair it was back really... and forth. I whipped my hair back and forth. I whipped my hair back and forth. Whipped my hair. Sorry. So go ahead. What's your thing? It was really more. It was. You should watch it just for Sanity and the Undisputed Era. That was good. All right. Cool. Um, the rest of it was. Um, oh, Johnny Gargano cut a nice promo. He is putting his NXT career on the line to get another shot at Andrade Almas. So is that the one where Psycho Guy actually interferes then? The again, the rumor, and this is this is a big rumor, is that Triple H will bring Johnny Gargano to two oh five live and this feud will continue on a mainish roster. And, and they were just uh NAI Pod was just talking about the people who will hear that news that Johnny Gargano is going to the cruiserweight division and make the exact same face you just made. He's probably that the best wrestler be in their developmental system. Yes. But do do you do you look at him and say he is going to be a universal champion? That is their question. I do. Yes, I'm asking you. In 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 a world where Daniel Bryan was uni- well not universal champion, but you know the champion yeah. of the company. Yes, 100. percent He could do it. Yeah, he's not going to beat Braun Strowman for it necessarily, but in, he could beat Roman Reigns for it. No, he would have to beat Braun Strowman for it. That's the only way it would work. Daniel Bryan didn't beat... Well, I suppose he beat He Batista. beat everybody leading up to that WrestleMania match. And then he beat everyone in that match. It was like a fatal four-way, wasn't it? No, he had to wrestle... I think he had to wrestle... Randy Orton... Batista... And Batista, and then he went on and wrestled Triple H in the main event. Wasn't oh, that maybe, was yeah. It, that, I don't even it, know, but... Triple H. But yeah. Um... So you would be disappointed if Johnny Gargano is pigeonholed as a cruiserweight? I mean, I won't be surprised by it, but I would 
be a little disappointed because I'd like to see what he could do elsewhere. I am bummed that we did not get, I guess, at an NXT house show, not this week, but the last week, um, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae wrestled Almas and Zelina Vega, but it was an intergender match. Like, there was a picture of Candice LeRae giving Almas, a, like, Hurricane Rana. Cool. And I was like, you're not going to show that on TV? What is what is wrong with you? Well, they're not allowed to televise it. They have yes. their, their deals... The television deals are what prevent them from doing uh, male-on-female violence. So that's probably why. Well, it's silly. It is. All right. Uh, I believe you are caught up in no, all of the... wait. I didn't hear anything about my Asuka. What is she doing this week, and should I watch it? She wrestled Bailey. That should probably she be a good match. Bailey. She beat Bailey. Oh, yeah? Um, really? I hadn't heard. S- Sasha Banks Never is, is just really broken up about the fact that she lost uh, the rumor. Seems like that's what this, this show should be called. Uh, the rumor is that Sasha is going to turn heel and then break the streak. I like half of that. I like half of that. If they want to turn Sasha Banks heel, that is great. Yeah, whatever. Somebody's got to break it. Might as well be Sasha Banks. It's very big of you. I mean, it is. Honestly, somebody has to break the streak eventually. And if you're going to go with somebody who's, you know, been the focal point of this women's revolution, she's been involved in so many of the history-making, you know, uh, um, parts of the revolution. Like, it makes sense to go to someone like her. Like, I, you know, whatever. That's fine. So you don't want it to be Ronda Rousey or Shayna Baszler or anyone like that? No. Nope. I'd prefer if it was Charlotte Flair but it's, I mean, really, six of one, half a dozen of another when you're talking about those type of talents. Okay. Well, that's fair. And you make a valid point. Um, next week on NXT, Pete Dunne versus Roderick Strong and Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler in a rematch. Oh, good. That's <laughs> riveting, riveting stuff. Pete, Pete Dunne versus Roddy Strong would be good. Yeah. Isn't Roddy Strong Roddy's- into a five live now? Yes, and again, people are saying that now that now that Triple thing. H is in charge of 205 Live, maybe Pete Dunne will be on 205 Live. That'd be great. Tyler Bate was on Tyler Bate was on 205 Live last week. My problem with 205 Live is that it's a whole show in and of itself. Like I really wish they were just a division on another show. I know they sort of are, right? They they are on Raw. But um I I just wish that there were Well, maybe I'm just not watching it right. I don't know. Maybe they're not. I just I wish people who was who were part of 205 Live were part of a division on Raw as opposed to a separate brand because I feel like there I feel like there is this barrier to people who ostensibly are on 205 Live from 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 then participating in other things on Raw. I suppose since they're gonna get television coverage, if they do blow up, they have that option right to move them over and to use them in other ways. So I guess it is sort of a, a gateway potentially, like I'm saying, I just feel like they haven't used it that way, I guess. So maybe that's why I'm feeling as negative about it as I am. If, if there, if they, if they showed me that it was possible to graduate from 205 live, because that's the thing you caught, you talk about it as being another main roster. I, I don't really think it is. I think it's more akin to an NXT. I really feel like it's another minor league type thing. I, I, I wish that the path, to the main roster was more clear, in fact. It feels like more of a minor league than NXT, because at least in NXT, there's a chance of getting called up. 
And so far, only thing that's happened is people have been downgraded to 205 Live, you know? Yeah. I am hoping that with Triple H apparently in charge of both, that there will be a blurring of the lines and we'll start to see... I mean, that's really kind of, what I would like to see. I'd like to see NXT and 205 Live become yeah. one and have that become yes. a third brand. And then you throw in the UK title. Sure. So now you've got the Cruiserweight title, you've got the UK title, you've got the NXT title. Like, you know, people can come and go. They can, And I do think they should show up on other shows. You know, like the difference in weight, as I learned uh, booking or uh, doing another by the book for a couple weeks ago, the difference in weight between Seth Rollins and Cedric Alexander is like less than 10 pounds. And the funny thing is, Seth Rollins is the lighter one. He might be. Finn Balor is 190. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe so. it. I believe it. So, all right, we have emails. What? What? I don't know if I don't know if you can believe that, but we have emails. DDTWrestling at gmail Three of our favorite people have sent us emails this week. The first one comes from Danielle. Hello, Doc. Nice impression of my voice from last week. It's slightly accurate. What was my voice? I don't even remember. My wrestling question for was it like that or what was it? No, but it was it was not Casey Kasem. Oh, all right. Well, my wrestling question for the week is: Which match has been your favorite match on Raw and on SmackDown? Now, are we talking recently or all time? Because that's going to be tricky. I'm assuming she means recently. So I'm going to say my favorite match from this week was Asuka versus Bailey. I didn't say it, but I'm going to assume. I'm sure it's my favorite. How about you? Uh, If we're going through the week, uh, let me think here. Maybe she has a a good match. I don't know. It would be difficult to to say otherwise. Um, The bar wrestled Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. That's pretty good. I was reminded that Seth Rollins, when, you know, they book him on, you know, on fire. Pardon the pun, Mr. Burn It Down. Um, Burn It Down! Yeah. I love Screamcore. Those flaming flaming tights are just awful. They're not good. Um, But, you know, he can be pretty special. Does he stop? I would say that. Does he stop? Is down. The system is down. The system. That's what I think of when I see the Undisputed Era entrance. Anyways, I'm sorry. As you were saying. Um. Yeah. The the Undisputed Era versus Sanity was good, but that wasn't from Raw or SmackDown. So I'll say the Bar versus Rollins and Reigns. That was good. Okay. Cool. Uh. Here's a food question. I'll give. I'll give. Uh. I'll give a a shout out to Rusev versus Bobby Roode because it lasted three segments on a two-hour show. Uh, like if you could pick match. a best of all time, like just off the top of your head, I'm not holding you to it, but what just comes to sure. mind? Um. Shelton Benjamin versus Shawn Michaels for Raw. That's the one where Benjamin springboards off the ropes and mm-hmm. gets super kicked, and yeah. you think he dies. Yeah. SmackDown would be the Brock Lesnar Kurt Angle Iron Man match. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I might be tempted to say uh, the match where Foley won the title. I guess. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, but anyways, here's a food question: What is the oddest slash weirdest weirdest meal you like to eat? And then there's a second question, which I think is unrelated. What was a meal or food combination you loved during your childhood but wouldn't try again? 
So from childhood, I can answer that easily. The weirdest food combination I, quote unquote, loved during my childhood was I went to, I probably, I probably have talked about this on the show before. I went to my refrigerator and I said to myself, brilliant, brilliant Doc Manson. Someone before us came up with the idea of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. What other two condiments can I put together on bread that will take off in a similar way? And though low was the mayonnaise and mustard sandwich born. Nothing on it. Just white bread with mayonnaise and mustard. Yellow mustard. I love you. Why? Because my answer was the ketchup and potato chip sandwich. Now that's a, that's not bad. That's okay. All right, that sounds all right. Which is literally just two pieces of potato bread, a lot of ketchup, like okay, enough ketchup, <laughs> enough ketchup where like in the wrong setting it looks like I've killed someone, and then potato chips. You know what I like putting potato chips in? Uh, tuna fish sandwiches. I don't like tuna fish, but I can see where that. Have would you be ever tried it, white albacore? No. You should try it because I don't like tuna, but I do like the white albacore. I did not eat fish um, until literally the last ten or so years. Um, Me neither. So really, I, sh- I should try some. Yeah. Anyways, what's the oddest like or weirdest meal you like to eat now? This one's hmm. difficult because I'm not sure anything I eat would be considered particularly odd at this point. The oddness of what I like to eat is that I often eat my food cold. Yeah. Like like today I had a barbecue chicken, like cold barbecue chicken from the slow cooker in a, you know, piece of flatbread was my... Um, I mean, some hmm. people might say, like, I like sushi. Some people might say that's odd but that's, that's pretty odd commonly but accepted. accepted right yeah yeah um hmm. kind of see the problem me. is i should i should text mrs matthews because she would know the answer because i do eat odd foods like i do randomly put things together i put we had haddock we had fish and rice and i put barbecue sauce in the bowl to mix it up with broccoli. Okay. And she was like, I don't know that I've ever seen anyone put barbecue sauce on haddock before. It's good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm sure it is quite good. Another snack that I remember that I ate as a kid when I was, this, this is when I was older and was like home by myself was I would make elbow macaroni and uh, canned corn and then scoop it up with tortilla chips. Yeah. Okay. That's a, I mean, that's a little weird, but not, that's not that bad. That's sort of. I mean, that's like a. It's almost like a roasted corn type idea. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Thank you. Thank you for defending me. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really think I, of a good one for me. I will. I will ask. I think the I oddest like thing about my because like you said, you know how you like to eat things cold. If if I had to pick something that was sort of odd about my eating habits, I'd say it's that like I try to bamboozle. Mrs. Manson into making me pancakes at least once a week. Like I like, it's just like, what do you want to eat? And I'm like, pancakes. It's always pancakes. My answer is just always pancakes. I don't know why that's odd. Right. We, the, the food portion of our show is usually in the beginning, but let's get to the bottom of this. Now. Why pancakes? Because they're delicious. 
Have you ever seen a Japanese pancake? The one that's like, looks like a spare tire. Like it's somehow it's just ridiculously tall and fluffy. No, I haven't. I saw one on Reddit the other day. Huh. Um, what did, what is your toppings of, of preference? Is it syrup? Is it butter? Is it both? Is it whipped cream? Is it fresh fruit? Uh, it oh, matter? it's, uh, butter and real maple syrup, not table syrup, maple syrup. Uh, do you have a preference as to the state of origin of the syrup? Are you picky? No. No, not really. Okay. You? Um, I will go with Maine because the first time uh, the champ and Mama Matthews met Mrs. Matthews, which is well before we started dating, she, with some friends, had come over for, I think it was like a just some evening event at my house and she brought as a gift Maine syrup and my dad in the kitchen like I went in by myself and he kind of elbows me and he's like he points to her out, out the door and he goes I like that girl <laughs> and he tells me that he tells me that story at least five or six times a year that he picked out my wife before I did did he fill a shot glass with that maple syrup at any point <laughs> and just down yeah. it Maybe on his own. I didn't see it, but I wouldn't put it past him. Okay, fair enough. They are heading off to uh, the Appalachian Mountains to some. My, my dad is going to some mega wood carving conference. Of course he is. <laughs> and my mom's going to just sit in the cabin with no TV and spotty Wi-Fi and like read and write letters. Does she? Knit I told her at she all, should. Or? She she makes um, greeting cards. Oh, okay. Like she st- she stamps and does that. So she's got st- <laughs> so they've packed. Apparently they've packed. I think what they said we had dinner with them. So today. let me that get this straight. Your mom makes home. greeting cards. She takes. She makes cards. I can show so, you. So hold on a second. Wait. So her son's <laughs> best friend. Lo, these last going. decade. That's where we're going with this. Not only have I never received any sort of greeting card from your parents, I have never received a handmade one. I have them. They're in the other room. Would you like me to send you a card? Would you like me to send you a Valentine's Day card? Yes, I, I would. have some. <laughs> okay. It better on, say I choose, choose, choose you. <laughs> <laughs> I have the morning off tomorrow. I will have some free time. Oh man! Plus, I've got to send one to my grandmother anyway. In all fairness, I've never sent your parents a card, so I mean, I guess it's understandable. No, it is. I thought you were going to point out the fact that we uh, don't usually do Christmas cards. I, 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 I'm not a fan. So I've, you get you send them. I don't know if you know this, but you send me a Christmas card. Yeah, every I signed year. a doc. You did. That's true. Yeah, but I thought well, you what signed else? This one back. What else would you sign it? Yeah, exactly. That's my name. So, to be fair. Mrs. Matthews might send them, and I don't know about it. <laughs> to be fair, she might not send them, and I might just have assumed that we got one, because I don't really look at any of the ones that we receive. Yeah, my mom hangs them on the door. Like, literally, like, if you Mrs. go Manson to the Mrs. Manson puts them on the mantle. She, she, she takes thick ribbon, and, like, on the closet doors in the dining room, there's, like, 70 of them. Wow. It's, we don't know that many people. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next email comes from Glenn, our good buddy Glenn. Glenn, Glenn boy, the t- 
the subject line is chips or crisps. Um, good evening, guys. I was just shitting here eating a bag of Walker's crisp potato chips. It's one of what those. What was he doing? What? Wait, what was he doing? You heard me. It's one of those strange okay, things where we to make sure. in the uck call what you would call potato chips, crisps, and french fries chips. Anyway, my question is, what is your favorite flavor and make a and make of aforementioned savoury potato snack? Thanks as always, Glenn. Then. No, hold on, Glenn. Glenn then? I'm fairly sure we covered this in the last two or three weeks if we're talking about chips slash crisps. Did Glenn miss where we talked about barbecue versus sour cream and onion and then there was the chips? We did talk about We talked about this. Maybe it was on a list and maybe he's not listening because I remember Jeremy who's from Oh, Glenn, you're not listening to the list, huh? Thanks, buddy. Thanks, bestie. God. You owe us a review on iTunes now. And if you already did it, you owe us another one. Make a fake account. You need to check it out on the NAI Wrestling Network, obviously. Yeah, wait, okay, but here, okay. So, two things. One, this email makes me think that Chip's, Chip NAI could be Crisp NAI. I think somebody should probably tweet to him about possibly changing his handle. Because I think Crisp NAI... Well, have first a... of all, he's been Chip K. Fabe for a while now, but he oh. could be Crisp K. Fabe. Yeah, there you go. Crisp, crispy K. Fabes. I think that would be brilliant. And, and, and number two, then since we've answered the Crisp slash Chip question, let's answer the French fry slash Chip question. Mm, What's your favorite you type Good of French pivot. fry? And let's do this a couple of different ways. Um, first sure. one, first one, um, maybe, although I don't know whether or not you frequent these types of places anymore but of the fast food french fry brands mcdonald's and there is no other option really well no wendy's are okay but there's not really a wendy's around here no i haven't been to wendy's since the one in the university went out but i will say they're a little thicker a little meatier they're a little closer to it i mean they're not a steak fry but they're a little closer to that so i do appreciate Mm -hmm. them for that I like. Yeah. I actually do like the Burger King fries. I, but I liked them better when they first redid them. They had that real thick, gritty skin on them, and then they scaled it back because people hated it. And so I understand why they scaled it back. But I actually sort of admired that initial um, thick skin. And what they have now is a pale imitation of that. But I still sort of enjoy it from time to time. But yes, mm-hmm. ultimately, I will say the best are McDonald's. I, I, I will. I will say the shoestring you know, fry is is yes. Superior. A fast. I appreciate that. I dislike. Um, potato wedges. Ooh, I love potato wedges. They're so good. Where there's too much, because I'm not a huge baked potato oh, fan. Oh, I love so baked potatoes. They're so good. When there's too much a potato in there, like, I want a very favorable fried to fluffy ratio. Uh-huh, okay. And so, so a McDonald's french fry to me is good. I, I will say, though, a Wendy's or a Burger King french fry, it, that's more just because I can walk to a McDonald's right Okay, now. so if you had the choice, you're going to a, a restaurant now, and uh, they're going to say telling you, okay, you're going to get these french fries or you're going to get these sweet potato fries. Which way are you going? Uh, unless I am at one specific restaurant in on Martha's Vineyard, I will go with regular French fries every time. And what is it about those specific sweet potato fries? I recommend anyone who happens to be traveling um, to Martha's Vineyard 
because, you know, that's a lot of people listening to this. If UK people, if you ever want to come to the U.S. and travel to Martha's Vineyard, a slice of life in Oak Bluff's Martha's Vineyard have the best sweet potato fries in the world. They are outstanding. They are crispy. They are piping hot. They... They just like you don't need ketchup. You don't need it. You put ketchup on sweet potato fries? Are you crazy? Yes. You're a crazy person. That is an odd food combination that I like. We just revealed it. There you go. Uh, You know, there are places that give you this like maple, whatever, barbecue sauce. The the local deli that tall guys. I just like them with a little bit of uh, cinnamon on them. Done. Okay. They are to die for. They're almost tempura. Style these ones in Martha's okay. Vineyard. They're like a tempura style sweet potato fry. Do we you get eat off tempura? the. F- uh, I eat veggie tempura. So no, got it. Because I don't. I'm allergic to shrimp. Are you? So shrimp oh, that's right. Is out. One of these days, yeah. I'm going to feed you shrimp, and you're going to die because I completely forgot. It's going to be sad. I'm going to miss you. To be fair, more than likely, I'll just like I get itchy palms. That's unfortunate. When I handle it, my throat has not closed. Yet. Yet. Yet, being the operating word. I love um, shrimp. Shrimp is are so – I wish you could enjoy it. I really do. I I started to enjoy Again, I didn't eat seafood. Uh, you know, being being married to a Mainer means I started to appreciate it. Please, I started please, to please. like it. Mainanite. <laughs> Cooking shrimp with some corn freshly shorn off the cob is delicious and amazing and now i can't have it anymore Mm. i started to appreciate shrimp and lobster and now i can eat neither no that sounds like a pretty good dish i'm gonna buy you some nitrile gloves and you're gonna cook me some shellfish i think i would happily do that That because i I, it's it's very good um so yeah uh curly fries or regular Ooh, i mean i'm traditional so for i would say 80 to 90 to 99 percent of the time I'm going to get original, but when the mood strikes, I love a good curly fry. Let me give you a piece of advice that I learned um, from a mutual person we know's father. Well, that's not Um, obscure. She's nobody that you enjoy anymore. She's somebody we knew in college that I don't believe you ever really particularly liked. So... Huh. How? As, I mean, I you're describing you... a lot of people. Um, <laughs> That's true. Let me see here. That's true. I've got about three different people in my head. Um, okay. Hmm. Her name began with a J. I don't know why I'm just not saying it. But Does her last name mean bread? No. Oh. Hmm. No, took me a minute because there's an apostrophe yeah. in there somewhere. <laughs> no, um, no, her name is Jen. Again, Who? not that anyone's gonna figure that. <laughs> wow, that's even worse that you don't remember her. It's okay, but either way, that's that's it matters little to the story. The Fink. Yes. Oh. Yes. She studied for an organic chemistry exam for like 18 hours. I swung by at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon for about an hour and a half and showed them how to do a bunch of stuff. I got an A on that exam, and she got a D minus. She was very upset with me. What you have can't be taught. What can I say? It's a gift. Yeah. 
I'm humble too. Don't forget that. It's true. Uh, but her her dad ordered at that same deli I was talking about. Deli? Um, her, the one we yeah, go to. I feel like that deli, not to get off track here on this, you know, this. this <laughs> We're this. on like our sixth tangent on top of tangent on top of tangent here. Yeah. Um, but okay, continue. I feel like that deli, if you will, was good at one time. And now they sort of continue to exist based off of the strength of their past, but are no longer as good as you wish that they were. Well, they exist because they're off a major highway and they have a giant billboard. Fair. But I also, my point is, I don't feel like it's actually very good anymore. I, it's fine. Yeah, but I went it's to fine. a deli last weekend in... I don't know, Woodbridge or something, which was phenomenal. Like I sat down in there and I ordered a a hot pastrami sandwich on rye and it came out with, it had mustard on it and and Swiss cheese and the mustard. It wasn't even deli mustard. It was literally just like mustard seeds glooped together. It was the most delicious thing I've ever eaten. And for free on the table, they gave me a giant mound of coleslaw and coleslaw is an acquired taste. I understand that a lot of people don't like it. I myself, I don't like most coleslaws, but if you have a good coleslaw, I will relish it. I will devour it. I will love it. And let me tell you, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews, this was a delicious coleslaw. And on top of that, also free on the table, they put out a dish of quartered pickles. And not only were they quartered pickles, DC Matthews, see if you can keep up with this. There were two different kinds of pickles in that dish. There were the half sours and the full sours. And that was a brilliant combination because half sours, I only kind of half like. But I can take a few bites of them and then I can move on to a full sour, reset the palate and feel like, okay, now I can get a couple more bites of this crappy half sour pickle. But it it was so good. It was just so good. And then on top of all of that, when I was done with my meal, the waitress came out and she said, can I get you a box? Well, she said that to Mrs. Manson because she didn't finish her sandwich, but my sandwich was gone. And she said to us after we were packing up that sandwich, would you like containers to take home the coleslaw and pickles? And she went to the back and she got this nice Tupperware, like this was expensive looking Tupperware. It's still just, you know, cheap restaurant Tupperware, but it's the kind of stuff that you would get in Big Y or another supermarket that would actually prepackage this stuff. And we just piled in the coleslaw. And she gave us a second container for the pickles. And we brought those fuckers home and I ate them. I ate them this week. And they were delicious, DC. It was the best deli experience. I'm excited about it. I would go back there and I want to drive to Woodbridge right now just to go to that deli again. It was that good. And I saw them putting out fries up top to other people. And I was like, those look delicious. We only had 20 minutes to eat. Why didn't I order fries? Next time I'm getting fries. Oh my God, it's going to be good. It's going to be so good. Why did you only have 20 minutes to eat? Oh, uh, Because we were supposed to have dinner with her parents. So we didn't want to. Uh... <laughs> so this was the pre-meal meal. It was. Because we hadn't had lunch. I've heard of, And there was no way of, we were going to make no, it to their no, projected I've dinner I've heard time. of this before. I've heard of this before that sometimes, and my apologies, 
but sometimes you need to pre-eat before going there yeah. to eat. Yeah, it's uh, it's bad. But anyways, I would go back there in a heartbeat. That place was delicious. Cat's Deli. Uh, it was good. Um, BYOB. And the best part is, it's right next door to the New England Brewing Company. We need to get a mic we can travel with, and we will take a road trip. Oh, so good. And we will podcast all the way down. Have you heard from GQ recently? No. Did you hear news? There's news from around Royal Rumble time? No. Oh. Well, I don't know if you know this. I don't, I don't know if this is really my news to share. I mean, I guess it is. I don't know. GQ, if you're listening, I apologize, but I assume you're not being private with this. Um, I'm going to blast it out here to the whole wide world. GQ, who is at GQ on draft, beer lover, connoisseur, lover of all things brewed, hoppy. He might have a problem with gluten. That's the news. That's the news. <laughs> there he are can't have beer they, anymore. Potentially. There are, there are two or three big things that I was expecting you to say. Change in job, change in f- family situation. And I was like, divorce. Are you really going to break this? <laughs> GQ's getting no, divorced. not that, not that, not that. No. No, not that. Not that. No, 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 no. Um, so, like I said, it's not that big of a news. Can't have I just don't know if he was. No wonder I haven't heard. I is, was, is this I was like, like a? Is t- this a violation of like a medical act? Did I just like out like a medical condition? Like, is did I just? If you gave his address and phone number, maybe. But I think I, I think via Twitter, I think you're safe. Mm. Mm. That will be devastating for. It's devastating for me. He was my buddy. He was my beer brew guy. He was the guy who would took me took me to. We did so. We had adventures together, DC adventures. Call tall guy. He'll bring you to Treehouse. He just went there for the first time. <laughs> Pass. Like honestly, there was something special about my relationship with GQ, and. Yeah, I'm aware. I've been aware of it for pretty much the entire time you've had that special relationship with GQ. I'm just saying, I, I, am, a... I am equally as devastated by this. Like, because we've done I am some sure fun that is true. stuff. That is true. That is true. You are absolutely right. And yeah, I mean, you know, I guess I like some tall guy drinks beer, but uh... GQ might treat it as a spectator sport. I treat it as a spectator sport. No, you don't. All you do is complain. You're like, oh, there's big pretzels here. Can we go now? That's you. That's you at the brewery. I don't like cities. What? I don't like cities. Yeah, whatever. Our final, <laughs> our final email. Thanks, Glenn. I'd like to point out that the wrestling talk was the worst part of this show. We had a great beginning to the show. We've had a great now wrapping up the show. The the wrestling part we could have just done away. Whatever, with. man. We still talked about Ty Dillinger. It was great. Pav says, "Hey, Doc and Do. Doc and Do. Now that's." Now that's a throwback. Come again. Who was it that said that? Glenn, you're the DDT historian. Tell us. DC, you're the grammar Nazi. You tell him. Y-O-U apostrophe R-E-U-R. It's the possessive. Damn it, Pop. Um, I'd like to point out that our fans are now conversing with each other through emails read on this show. <laughs> I think that's great. Sooner or later, they should probably cut us out of this. I don't know. Guys, I don't know if you know this, but there's this thing called Twitter. I'm pretty sure you're both on it. You could at each other, but then we wouldn't get to see it. So I guess that would be we'd be missing out on the fun. 
Let's go back to the start of the brand Which split. one? It can't be a POV email without talking about the brand split. The first one? Not me crying, I believe the new one. Not me crying tears of happiness and literally thanking God it returned, but to Eva Marie's push. I think we all can sit here and believe before her suspension that she was going to win the first SmackDown women's title at the first SmackDown pay-per-view, Backlash 2016. Side note, I'm so glad Backlash is a Raw pay-per-view again this year. Historically, it's always been Raw, like the Great American Bash was a SmackDown thing, and the announce table by the stage, a Raw thing. Had Eva won, thus asserting herself as the number one heel on SmackDown, would Alexa Bliss have become as big as she did? Eventually, yes, but I imagine in December a face would have won it off Eva, would have, not would of, possibly Nikki or Becky instead of Alexa winning like she did. The timing of this win led Alexa, Naomi's injury aside, on a great one that had her walk into Mania as champion. She was so good, they felt Alexa and Charlotte was a worthy trade, it is, and she went to Raw. Would Alexa have gone on such a run on SmackDown that led to her moving to Raw and her to be in the spot she has now if Eva became champion? What would Alexa's trajectory been like instead? The same but slower? Would she still be as great as she is but still on SmackDown now? Don't look now, but Brock has held the title for nearly a year. Alexa, aside from a few weeks, is the same. Yes, because when I think Brock Lesnar... I also think Alexa Bliss. Now I'm not saying Eva would have traded with Charlotte, imagine that, but it does make you wonder that the starting point for Alexa was seizing an opportunity left by Eva, and that, ladies and gentlemen, that, ladies and gentlemen, there should be a comma there, that, comma, ladies and gentlemen, comma, is what the brand split is all about. Cheap plug. Fun fact number 14. The person who invented the Frisbee was cremated and made into a Frisbee after he died. His name, Walter Frederick Morrison. The P underscore A underscore V. That's a lot of what ifs. I feel like we should talk more about the Frisbee thing. He um, did not invent Frisbees. He invented Pluto Platters. The forerunner of the Frisbee. Oh, well, maybe he eventually uh, went on to create the Frisbee as well. Sounds like he did. Okay, fine. I'll give it to you. Um, the one thing I will say, I, I, I don't necessarily want to engage in historical hypotheticals, but the starting point for many talents is seizing an opportunity left by someone else. I mean, I don't want to, you know, rain on your parade or anything, but this says it's just a series of what ifs. I mean, what if Alexa never got hired by the WWE? Like, it, it, I don't like I, Anything can if happen. You want if you to talk about if we want to talk about what ifs for Alexa Bliss, what if Buddy Murphy and yeah. Wesley Blake yeah. hadn't taken her yeah. from the Sparkle Princess into Freddy Krueger? They did do that because that's when it all changed. Yeah, when she turned heel. True. And to be fair, Eva Marie would have been champion for a little bit, and then she would have lost to somebody else, who would have then lost to Alexa. Like, there's no stopping that talent. Probably not. She's that good. Yeah. Fair enough. But yes, opportunity, there's a reason you seize opportunities because they happen to be there. So when, you know, when Finn Balor got injured after winning the use of the Universal title, that left the opportunity for Kevin Owens and so on and so on. It's just just, just how it works. Hmm. 
Um, since you did not watch wrestling, I'm going to change the question as we wrap up here. What is your piece of positivity as as for I the week? I think I know what is, the answer. What is something nice that has happened to you these last seven days? Besides, you know, a deli with mustard gloop and half-sour pickles. Hmm. Is, that, is that your piece of positivity? It doesn't have to always be wrestling. It can be life in general. Life in general, huh? Um, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's that deli. I mean, otherwise I've just been working. And we had a snow day. And that just makes things complicated. You're not enjoying anything on TV that you might want to talk about on the air? Mm. That you may have talked about before the air? Well, like Aqua Teen Hunger Force? I'm just saying. Yeah, that's a good you show. Get a shout out. I like that show. Who's your favorite character? Oh, don't make me choose. I am making you choose. Uh, is it the Shake? Uh, oh, Master Shake? Is it the Meatball? Meatwad? Is it Fry Guy? Frylock! Oh. I forget the names. I've watched the show, but I forget the names. I did remember Carl, though. Yes, you did remember Carl. Carl and is a strong you, contender. I expected you to say Carl. Um, he. I mean, he's a strong contender. I, you know, and the other thing that's cool about Aqua Teen Hunger Force is there's this, there's a pretty big cast of quote unquote villains that just show up for an episode or two. So like, there's the Moonanites, there's the Plutonians, mm-hmm. uh, there's Drippy, there's, I'm trying to remember, Rabot, I think. There's the Brownie Monsters. There's there's a ton of rec- and these they do recur, you know. So there's I don't know, like I like Drippy. Drippy is a pretty good villain. He's like this mold monster who's actually like really friendly and helpful. So it, he's not like a villain at all. I just I, he, I like him. Of the main characters, I don't know, man. I like them all. Meatwad is definitely the heart of the team. Uh, Master Shake is just so dumb that that's why you like the show. Frylock, of course, <laughs> as a scientist, uh, is partial to my heart. <sighs> yeah, Carl's pretty good. Uh, I don't know, man. I just like that show, and Mrs. Manson hates it. She hates yeah. everything that's good. Everything. No, that's not true. That's not true. Oh? What does she like? Wrestling. Eh, I guess so. Kind of. Yeah, she does. She the does like wrestling. She likes westerns. Pretty, the good, the bad, and the ugly is pretty good. And she likes. She that. loves that movie. That's I. I prefer uh, for a few dollars more. I mm-hmm. think it's a better story, but I do agree mm-hmm. that it doesn't match the the grandeur, perhaps, uh, of the good, the bad, and the ugly. But while I did watch wrestling this week, I will also step outside the world of wrestling. No, wait. Um, you have to tell me what your favorite is of the Eastwood trilogy, the Man with No Name trilogy. That presumes I've seen them all. <gasps> a fistful of dollars? A few dollars more? The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly? You haven't seen them all? Which one have you seen? I th- I've seen The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. <gasps> <laughs> this is shattering my world, DC. You're a big I Western you fan. Ought- I always thought that you were I, like... I like the books. Lonesome Dove is... Up there among my favorite things of all time, the miniseries. But westerns in general, I haven't seen a whole lot. You're not the man I thought you were. 
I told you many episodes ago that there are a list of movies that everyone has seen that I have not seen. That is on that list. You should watch them. <laughs> I should. Are they available on on a streaming service that I can see them? I don't know. The Good, the Bad, the Ugly is on Hulu. I, I mean, so I would assume the other two are on there, but I don't actually know. I'll have to check it out. If they are, I will watch them. Huh. Uh, I am going to mention movies. I'm going to mention Marvel. Why? And we're coming up on the 90-minute mark, so I don't want... Because in the year 2018, Ugh. we are going to get Black Panther. Uh-huh. Infinity War. Yeah. Um, Deadpool 2. Okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. And today, the trailer for Venom with Tom Hardy. That has nothing to now, do granted, with Marvel. Now, granted, that might not... That's not a Marvel movie? No. Well, it's based on a Marvel character. Well, that's true. So I'll go with that. Then. Okay. Not necessarily the Marvel, the Marvel, uh, you know, Marvel characters are in a bunch of them. And DC, <laughs> DC Comics, I think, is doing Aquaman in December. And I bet that gets pushed back. I hope so. It doesn't happen. I hope they cancel so that. I'm just, I'm just saying. It's a good day. if you're a fan of Marvel comics and superheroes in general. It's it's a good time to be alive. So that's what. You know I'm what saying. I, th- I? Do you like Star Wars, DC Matthews? I did not see the Last Jedi, so I don't love Star Wars. I've seen all the other ones, and I think they're fine. So um, obviously, there's still this. Um, well, there's a Han Solo movie coming out now that you know. Yes. Premiered during the Bowl of Supers. Then there's going to be the conclusion of the trilogy that they started. It's episode nine. Yes. Then I assume there's going to be a third standalone film because after the solo thing, I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming there's going to be one because I assume they... I believe there's going to be many standalone movies. I've heard there's well, a Boba Fett movie. I've heard Well, there's... maybe, but here's the thing. Like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, they announced that there was going to be another trilogy of films. And then just like two days ago, they announced that the the showrunners of Game of Thrones, once that finishes up on HBO, is also going to start their own series of films, not related to the trilogy of films they announced like three weeks ago. Like, there is an infinite amount of Star Wars headed our way for the foreseeable future. Like, I like Star Wars. I have not seen a Star Wars film that I didn't like. Is that true? Hmm tentatively sort of true i don't really care for those first three well darth maul saved the first one right and then it was just watching hayden christensen emote that just the first one has that terrible more. child actor so i don't really like that one at all i darth maul darth maul Yoda. was cool i like general grievous was that the second one that's, or the third one? that's two or three i don't know yeah it was, the, it was those kind of things I liked, but... Yeah. And Hayden Christensen chewing scenery. Yeah. That's hilarious. But I, how much Star Wars is too much Star Wars? When they stop paying for it, it'll be too much Star Wars. And for us, that's different, but they're going to keep making movies as long as they make money. Yeah, fair enough. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have traveled here, there, and everywhere on this show. We have touched on science, food, wrestling, movies. We've gone all over the map, and I couldn't be happier. I'd like to thank my partner in crime, 
without him, there is no DDT wrestling. He is Doc Manson. That's me. At Doc Manson. Anything else you would like to say, Doc Manson, before we head out into that good, icy Thursday? Same time next week? He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Uh, Let me know what other movies I should see that I haven't yet. And until we meet again, my friends, we will see you around the neighborhood.